Everybody, it's time for Ghost and Friend Dogs. Friend Dog in the morning. In the morning. Live, 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 live. In four-hour recording studio audience. Recording. Wake your ass up. It's the next in the morning. Hello there, everybody. It is another bright and wonderful... And Jacoby Jones Day. It is. It's honorary Jacoby Jones Day. Because mm. yesterday at the Super Bowl, he was amazing. 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 For those of you who don't know what the Super Bowl is, it is the it, it's it's pretty much a national holiday here in the states. It's the uh, National Football League's final main battle royale between the two best teams, or <laughs> I don't know, I, I wouldn't say two best. As a Steelers fan, I two acceptable teams. Yeah, and Greg Jennings should have been there. But Jacoby Jones, we called him at the very beginning. We did. Most we called him way back when it was like week five of the NFL, and we were like Jacoby Jones. It might have been because he has an amazing name, but I think <laughs> it was because of his skill. I do, too. And we foresaw it. We knew he was going to be amazing, and for those who saw the game, he was awesome. 108-yard, uh, I, I don't even know, I, I think it was like 109-yard? Yeah, it was 109. It was like the entire field. Well, it was a kickoff return for 109, 108 yards. Uh, he caught a pass scored a touchdown the man was unstoppable he should have been mvp he should have been mvp but most valuable player went to like flacco who sounds he's like a quarterback which is stupid he sounds like an 80s rock group flacco <laughs> flacco with the ravens yeah so it was okay i was in a room filled with 49ers fans and they were on the edge of their seat the entire time at the beginning, they were all depressed, like, oh, this is impossible. And then the most incredible thing happened in professional sports. The mm -hmm. power went out in the yes. entire stadium. Uh, mostly, I think, because they used all of the power to create holograms of Beyonce's ass. And, that is true. And the jiggle effects were just overwhelming. And My theory was that Jacoby Jones used up all the power in the building. And that's why his second half was not as good. It's uh, there's actually some really funny uh, meme pictures that had Jacoby Jones. I was like, Jacoby ran the power out of the stadium, <laughs> something like that. It was pretty great. For those who aren't aware, the two coaches of the opposing teams were brothers, so it's a very rare thing. And it was kind of cute that the two brothers were fighting each other in in this uh, big event. But one of the things that was tweeted was at the blackout that the two brothers, the Harbaugh brothers, switched bodies. Like in uh, Freaky Friday, and that's why they were playing differently, which was kind of funny. But uh, so there was a blackout mid-game, and it was like forty some minutes before the game started again. <laughs> and I was sitting there like, "You play in the snow, in the rain. You can play in the dark. Seriously, <laughs> especially when it's the Super Bowl. Come on, like you know People how awesome that would have been. That would have been an amazing game, and." People are going to complain anyway. At the end there, uh, all the calls of holding that should have been called. Admit, there were a few that should have been called. Weren't called. Mm -hmm. People are always going to find a way to complain. But if the 49ers would have come back because the game was between... I think we're just rambling about this, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Look, if you don't know, if you're... I'm trying to remember, like, uh, there are probably people overseas who don't know what we're talking about. But I guess at this point, screw it. If you don't know, then you don't know. So, yeah. either, either way... Take that, yeah. people listening. <laughs> But either way, uh, the Ravens won, but the 49ers were coming back, and I 
firmly believe that if the 49ers would have won, there would have been conspiracy theorists everywhere who was like, the power was shut off so they could win. I would have been one of those people. I would have, like, too. went I started hard that. into that. I would have started that. So. <laughs> yeah. We would have just pushed that to, like, we had, like, people rioting in the streets. Uh, what else happened? Destiny's Child showed up halfway through to sing, uh, put a finger ring on it, or whatever the hell that damn song <laughs> Beyonce sings. Yeah, and they were like, we what? used to be a band, and now we're just kind of people that used to be in the band. Now they're back together for a world tour or some junk. Uh, who cares? When it comes to commercials, uh, most of them really sucked. Uh, I'm trying to think of any good ones. There was one. The most amazing commercial award, by far, goes to the Church of Scientology. There's this commercial that had, like, all these, like, cool hip kids. And it looked like a commercial for a university. It's, like, changing your life forever. It's, like, beyond reason. And it's, like, this amazing visual piece. And it goes, Scientology! <laughs> Everyone in the room is like, what? What? That needs to be our ad for our show. It does. It needs Except instead of Scientology, it's like, Axon Grandor. It was amazing. It was so silly. I don't know why they made that, but that was pretty great. Uh, that commercial that was like 55 minutes long that was like, Oh, you're an American farmer. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy I crap. <laughs> I, I understand what they were going for. Like, it was very red state American. Like, yeah, farmers. But this country... Hasn't had that type of farmer in a long time. There was maybe one Mexican family there. I hate to break it to America, but but most farming is done by immigrants at this point. Or laboratories. Yeah, I mean they're like our food. The American farm. I don't remember what the commercial was. It was um, Paul Harvey. It's for like a Ford commercial. Yeah, it's Paul Harvey who is a like old folksy timey guy. I think he's dead. He may be dead. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's dead. I think he used to be a radio. Person. Yeah, he was on radio. He was the guy who's like. And now you know the rest of the story. He would, like, tell you a story about Paul someone. Harvey. Good day. And he'd, he'd always talk. A really famous one that he told was about Abraham Lincoln. And I think anyone who's ever been on the internet has probably seen that, where it's he ran for Congress so many times and he failed. And he did all the stuff and he failed. And then he ran for president and he won. Like, that kind of thing, where it's, it's about not giving up. And so he'd do all these, like, inspirational radio bits. And so they had one that he did about, I guess, the American Farmer. But the commercial went on for like 45 minutes, would not stop, and it was boring as balls. And I'm sitting there like, these are all like dirty white people. There's not one Mexican here, and they're the ones who do 90% of the work now. <laughs> it was for like a Ford truck. Yeah, it's like Ford salutes the farmer. It's like, no, this this does, or, or like the farmer and all of us or whatever it was. It's like, this, yeah. this America does not exist anymore. Learn your advertisements, Ford. What was that GoDaddy one? Oh my god, yes. Okay, there was a GoDaddy commercial where it's uh, this supermodel, Danica Patrick, the race car driver, and a guy who is super duper nerdy looking. Um, I don't quite remember his name, but he has a video on YouTube. You can actually find it. He didn't make it, but I guess someone else did. And it's like a super clip of all the times he's been in movies, dude's been in, like, hundreds of movies. He's that background yeah. nerd. Like, he is the perfect nerd. And the commercial is basically them kissing. It's, like, the hot side of GoDaddy.com versus, like, the nerdy side. And they just start, like, making out. And that's the entire commercial. It was the stupidest thing. And here's the thing, is after it was over, Evan Room's like, oh, I feel so bad for that girl. I was like, no way. That guy lowered his standards. I bet he gets so much play, because he's rich and famous. <laughs> 
it's just a retarded ad. It's just them making out. Like, there's no, there's no, like, substance to it. They didn't, like, hold get on, creative. Hold on, hold on. Every GoDaddy commercial's bad, though. <laughs> That's They've true. never had a good one. Most of them are like, Danic Patch is getting in the shower with this porn star. Want to see what happens next? Go online. I have never gone online to even care what happens next because I know it's then, not porn. I know it's going to be like, why'd you come online, naughty boy? Go to GoDaddy.com. Shut up. I'm not doing that. That's exactly what it is. Of course it is. You know it's going to be that. I don't even have to go online to know it's stupid. And they're just like, why don't you buy a domain name to see the rest? And so 90% of the commercials are things like the Clydesdales for Budweiser, which is oh, yeah, they're always overly emotional. Like, a man He's raised a the horse. Clydesdale, and then... And then he goes to see the Clydesdales in Chicago, but the horses recognize him. But it's only because he has his blinders on. And then when the blinders come off, the horse is like, I know you. And they meet and, like, hug. And it's <laughs> disturbingly emotional. Like, why is this guy so into this horse? <laughs> most of the commercials were awful. Most most everything was awful. Oh, there's awful. the Gangnam Style pistachio. Oh, one. yes. Uh, Sai, Gangnam Style guy, uh, did a pistachio commercial. Opa Kraken Style. And it was him, like, cracking pistachios, and he had dancing yeah. pistachios in the background. And we were like, how much did he get paid for this? He got paid a lot of money by the pistachio companies. I guarantee it. Opa Kraken style. <laughs> it wasn't even, like, creative or anything. Or maybe it was, like, like Cashew Kraken style. I don't remember what. I, we couldn't hear it because everyone in the room was, like, freaking out about how <laughs> mad we were. Oh, there actually was a commercial at the very beginning for um, – Volkswagen that was I guess there were several words basically guys like hey mon be happy brother oh and, yeah I saw but that. the very beginning it had uh, a bunch of YouTube people in it it had the girl who cries over a cat mostly all the fake YouTube videos so as the girl uh. who cried over the cat it has when uh, boogie freaked out and started bashing his uh, oh yeah his keyboard his keyboard thing and Basically, all the different fake internet freakouts and, and big viral videos they had on. And so everyone in the room who's all YouTube people is like, he said that wasn't even real! And so there's a lot of there's a lot of animosity. I'm just saying people were mad. You can see most of the commercials on YouTube if you're curious. Uh, if you're curious what we're talking about, which you shouldn't be because they're all horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there was also the Puppy Bowl. Cole... Lee crap. So after the Super Bowl ended and everyone in the room was super depressed, one of the girls there turns on Animal Planet and says, oh my god, guys, you have to watch this. And it was the Puppy Bowl. In America, we have a channel here called Animal Planet, and I assume it's for shut-ins and psychopaths. <laughs> it's also the home of Finding Bigfoot, an mm. amazing show. In which mm -hmm. four idiots search the woods to find a non-existing creature. How dare you say that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. And so what happens then is it's a it's a Super Bowl-like event, except with puppies. Mm -hmm. And there's no teams. And there's it's just puppy toys. And they, they just play with each other for two hours. And then they have Super Bowl... Or a puppy bowl halftime, which is when kittens come out. And they just play with kitten toys. <laughs> they shoot off confetti, and then the kittens are like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> and the puppies, like, they try to give them a story, and, and it's mind-numbing. They were numbing. calling, like, penalties. They are like, 15-yard penalty for cuteness. <laughs> uh, they just would like to let us know that they're, these athletes are not taking any cuteness-enhancing drugs. 
It was awful. Just awful. They had, they had gerbils in like a like blimp. No, yeah, hamsters. Hamsters were in the in the blimp above the stadium, and uh, the cheerleaders were hedgehogs. Yeah. It was. A, and then there the was a ref. Part. There was one ref who ninety oh, yeah. percent of the time was in the stadium by himself, talking <laughs> to no one. And then they just cut to, like, puppies running around. He's like, hold on, puppies. It was amazing. <laughs> and it's funny because they, they were like, this is the ninth puppy ball. I was like, this is the ninth one. And I imagine this is the most high-budget version because they Easily. also had uh, the movie Despicable Me sponsored it. And then they had some, like, duos fresh breath thing. And so one at one yeah. point in the game, in the game, the ref <laughs> sits <laughs> down and pulls out this this mint packet and puts one in his mouth and goes like, mm, it's like a sensation I've never felt before. Or some, like, random garbage. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. How is it's one giant ad. At one point, he takes out a vacuum cleaner and starts, like, sweeping up the puppy hair. And he's like, this is an amazing vacuum cleaner. It's like, Bissell <laughs> vacuum cleaners. It's like, what? <laughs> it's insane. I'm curious. Who watches it? Because uh, I'm, like I said, shut-ins and psychopaths. (laughs) I was seeing people tweeting about it at the start. I I was tweeting about it because I was shocked that it existed. I I tried to get a photo. I was too slow. But I walked in the room just as they were doing the national anthem with dogs superimposed over the American flag. It was amazing. (laughs) I was like, this is the best thing ever. We should start. We need to start something like this. We do. We really do. And then we need to have blatant advertising in it. Okay, so I'm used to, like, the football announcers and them being, like, stupid. But most people don't watch football, so they're like, who are these announcers? There's Bill Cower. He looks like a homeless man. <laughs> Bill Cower? Here's the thing. Bill Cower has lost a lot of weight. Like, he wasn't fat, but he used to be, a, like, a bigger dude. Yeah. And he lost weight, so now his face looks like it's trying to melt off of him. <laughs> And then he's got his beard, which is make, it just makes him look like a hobo at that point. He does. He looks kind of like a hobo. <laughs> then, there's, then there's Shannon Sharp, who... Who's just like, let me tell you, TV, I got something going on right here, right, okay? <laughs> Shannon Sharp is the guy who... He wants to live again as a football player so badly that he wore cleats. He wore custom cleats to the game so he could feel like he was part of the game. That's how obsessed he is. He's a crazy saw- person. I saw Kasim G tweeted, it sounds like 10 men are playing the bass when he talks. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny. You don't know what he's saying. He's just like, when he takes the ball, he goes up to the touchdown. <laughs> That's how he talks. It's, it's true. So funny. It's so true. <laughs> and then there's uh, Dan Marino, who's just like, I never won a Super Bowl. Dan Marino, what's really sad is during the entire the entire pregame, postgame, entire game, he maybe said four words. They do not talk to him at all. That's like, probably because he was just really bitter. Like, you've never been here ball. before. Shut up. Like, listen, you don't actually know what this is about, okay? <laughs> so just sit there and do whatever. And yeah. then there is that other guy. It was like Boomer or something. and he's Boomer just like, Esiason, the famed Bengals player? Oh, yes. <laughs> no, that's why nobody knows him. Yes. Yeah, he, he sits there and does absolutely nothing, too. He says Re- the stupidest. He was like... There's one thing for sure. Somebody's going to lose this football game. So it's like, no shit. 
<laughs> like they say the stupidest quotes. Straight out of Cincinnati. I can't wait till Chad Ocho Cinco or T.O. is added to the roster. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. That guy is Chad Ocho Cinco. T.O. is going to bring the bring the house down. <laughs> that was, those were the best parts. My favorite part, though. Holy crap. As we mentioned earlier. The two teams were coached by brothers, right? So before the game started, they had on the parents of the two brothers and I guess their uh, sister, okay? I'm convinced mom was hitting the sauce because they started asking questions and they're like, so how do you feel about your sons? And mom's like, I think this is really great. Mom is very proud of her sons. I was like, why are you screaming? <laughs> it sounds, either she was drunk or she was just like never on television before and she was just really excited and nervous and just like, this is television! The dad seemed pretty cool and, this, and the daughter, or, you know, the sister was like, mm -hmm. eh, yeah, you know. Like they asked her one question, like, what's it like to be married to a coach? And she's like, you know, when uh, they lose, it's best they stay at the office for a happy, healthy home. That's like literally all she said. <laughs> it's, it's like, wow, then, that sounds personal. Okay. There's like Jim Harbaugh and John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh is the Ravens coach, I think. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't even well, matter. Well, okay, it's okay. He's like kind of normal. Jim Harbaugh, or the 49er one, is a psychopath. He has like a seizure after every play. I'm convinced the rivalry between them is so great that he loses his mind knowing that he's going to, like, lose to his brother, and he can't handle that. Like, normally in the season, he's crazy, but now up against his brother, he is nuts. Like, there is plays where he was just losing it. He does that all the time, though. Yeah, but that's because he feels like he's losing it to his brother. He's still, like, <laughs> he's still 13 in his, in his mind. He probably holds that grudge from when they were 13. That's what I'm saying. Dad always liked the other one better. It makes sense. Dad seemed pretty happy after that game ended. I'm just saying. Mom was a little tipsy. He's going to go off Did the game like... end well, sweetie? <laughs> yes, Mom. That's good. And they're probably just standing next to each other. He just goes up to me. He's just like, I always knew you were the winner. <laughs> we are so smart about sports. We are very smart about sports. We predicted Jacoby Jones. We predicted a lot of things, actually. This we might did. be the first one we got right, but <laughs> I think it's the only one we're going to brag about, so deal with exactly. it. Exactly. That's how we roll. We predict everything until we get something right, and then we brag about that. Yep. So I feel like we spent a lot of time in the Super Bowl today, and we need to end with at least one good non-Super Bowl story. And I think I have the best story for the situation. We've been focusing a lot on Florida lately, and I feel like we're missing out on the rest of the world. Yeah, that's true. Because Florida's nuts. Florida's crazy. We've but figured that out. But the, the rest of the world's just as crazy. Yeah, exactly. If not more so. Florida is like crazy light compared to the rest of the world. It is. Not, not really. <laughs> but look, I'm setting up a story here. Okay. So, a German cookie manufacturer found itself a victim of a crummy theft. The Associated Press reports that police are on the lookout for a giant golden cookie that was stolen from a sculpture atop the Balsen headquarters in Hanover. The 100-year-old 44-pound biscuit went missing earlier in January, baffling authorities until this week when a ransom note was mailed to the Hanover's... Hanover's... 
Alamijik Zuktok newspaper. <laughs> Along with the photo of the apparent thief holding the sculpture while dressed as the cookie monster. I have the cookie and you want it, the letter reads, according to Haas via Spiegel. <laughs> the perpetrator is demanding that Balson donate cookies to local children's hospital, making the effort to specify that the cookies be milk chocolate. According to the Huffington Post uh, translation of Haas, if the demands are not met, the gold cookie will wind up in the trash with Oscar the Grouch. How do they know it's a costume? <laughs> it's the real Cookie Monster. <laughs> it is. Didn't the ransom into, note like, was the vegetable monster or something. Well, it's his brother then. The <laughs> ransom note was signed Krummel Monster or Cookie Monster in oh. German. I like that better than Krummel Monster. <laughs> Krummel Monster. <laughs> Krummel Monster. That's why the Germans lost World War II. They didn't use the Krummel Monster. <laughs> <laughs> Secret weapon. Well, they put all their R and D into it, but it never was. It was. It wasn't cost effective. Oh, makes sense. People keep wondering, like they never really found Hitler's body. That's because the Krummel monster <laughs> ate it. <laughs> Krummel monster. What are you doing, Krummel monster? No, Krummel monster. <laughs> and he ate Hitler. That's how the war ended. Now I'm eating my German happy hippo. <laughs> <laughs> See, you have the cookies. Oh. Haas confirmed to Der Spiegel. That the same letter was also sent to Balson, which is offering one thousand dollars, no, oh, one thousand euros, or uh, thirteen hundred dollars, for as a reward for any information that leads to the culprit's capture. Rather than give cookies to like poor kids and kids in hospitals, they're like, "Look, find the Cookie Monster and destroy him." <laughs> I'm siding with the Cookie Monster on this one. Yeah, seriously. While the cookie thief remains at large, it appears the real cookie monster has offered his services to help find the imposter and thus clear his good name. <laughs> the cookie monster at Sesame Street wrote, Me no steal giant cookie, but me willing to help find real cookie thief. Yes. This is and an amazing story. This is. This is. <laughs> and though the motives of the cookie thief may be pure... A spokesperson for the Children's Hospital is quick to remind the public that this is still a rather serious instance of extortion. <laughs> One cannot forget that we're dealing with a case of theft and blackmail, Bjorn Oliver Bjornsk told us. He's not a real guy. <laughs> Balson uh, has already done a lot for the hospital. It doesn't need to be coerced in this way. And then at the end of the article, they post the picture of the Cookie Monster. I don't I want to see it. I don't I'm, see it. We're going we're gonna to put a link in this description. I want everyone to go to it because it's amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. He looks the more like... you eat those cookies, I almost wonder if it's you. You're the, you're the <laughs> Cookie Monster. Like, oh, I have the biscuit. He looks more like a blue Kermit the Frog. <laughs> well, maybe that's, what the, maybe that's what the Kuruma Monster looks like. What if... That's the real Cookie Monster, and the one on Sesame Street's an imposter. I'd be willing to make that bet. The Krummel Monster. <laughs> I like how he really made a ransom demand, like in like movie style ransom demand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh boy, that was exciting. That was a fun story. It was exciting. I'm, I'm glad the rest of the world is as nuts as Florida. I don't think. I think in Florida it would have just been like. Mom with five kids steals giant cookie. Not gold cookie, just cookie from, like, bakery. <laughs> That's the story in Florida. That's the Florida version. Hold on. I have to type in 
Florida news just to see headlines. Okay. Uh, feral cats to be trapped at federal wildlife refugees. Florida python hunt yield 41 snakes so far. What's funny about that is in Florida, I was listening to this on the radio the other day, and I thought it was really funny. So that article, I did hear about that, about the python snakes, right? How mm-hmm. in Florida they have a thing where it's like you can legally go out and hunt snakes. Like, please, they want you to. They want you to go out and find snakes and kill them, oh. right? And so far they've captured or killed 41 snakes. Want to take a guess how many there are out there? How many? Like Somewhere thousands. in the range of, like, several thousand. Yeah, so... <laughs> Really, they're doing nothing to stop the pythons. I just picture, like, one guy going out, like, this is his meaning in life, is to hunt snakes. He's like, oh, I'm going to get them. I'm going to get those snakes. It's like the movie Anaconda, really. He's, <laughs> he's John, just, like, walking down the John street. John Voight. If, if you've never seen the movie Anaconda, watch it for John Voight's character, because he's like, oh, God, get those anacondas. It's amazing. You just, like, walk out your house. You see a guy walking down the street with, like, a machete. And he's, like, looking through the gutters. He's like, where's the snakes? Where are they at? You're just like, oh. Anywhere else, that person would be crazy. In Florida, he's a hero. He's like, there he goes. Get those snakes. Go get a snake hunter. (laughs) Then he'll get his own TV show on TLC. It's short-lived, though, because he's eventually eaten by a snake. (laughs) Snake Hunter hunting all the snakes. In the season finale of episode three, Snake Hunters of episode three. He made it three episodes before he's eaten alive by snakes. Well, episode two is he gets arrested for trying to hunt snakes in like someone's house. And while he's in prison, that's when the snakes get him. The snakes, <laughs> the snakes have taken over the prison. They're wearing the sheriff's hat. They're like. <laughs> He's like, no! And then it shows, like, the police officer's offside. He, like, takes off his glasses. He's just like, damn, we could have used you, snake hunter. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then it's like one of the six months later, and the snakes have taken over the city. <laughs> and they're running everything. Like, they're driving cars. It shows, like, they have, like, snake pawn stars. He's just like, That's them bargaining with each other. Snake Mori is like, oh, oh, my God, That has to be animated. Snake Mori. All the snake shows. All the snake shows. Oh, Mori. Let's move on to chapter chapter seven of the scouts. Grendor, Grendor, how's that traffic out there? Well, traffic today, there's a lot of snow. There's also some fire and wind and rain. I think I also see some fog. And if you mix that all together, uh, that's when you form the great superhero of weather named the Great Storm. And he's out hunting snakes today, so that's not too good for him because all the snakes are in Florida and nobody wants to go to Florida. Thank you. I like how you said his name's the Great Storm. And I thought you said the Gray Storm, and I was like, that's kind of a good name. <laughs> that's kind of a good storm. name, the Gray Storm. That's going to be a new superhero. Right? He's not black, he's not white, right? He's not the White Storm, because that sounds racist. <laughs> he's, not the, he's not the Black Storm, because that's, like, too dark and mysterious. He's the Gray Storm. You don't know where he stands on issues. <laughs> He like, can't pick a side. Gray He's storm. the gray storm. <laughs> gray storm, give us your great advice. Uh, I mean, whatever. <laughs> Just do what you want. You know, 
I'm I guess old. if it makes you happy, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good enough advice, right? Like if you're happy, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you not to rob that bank. I mean, if you got to do what you got to do. I mean, I'm gonna have to come after you if you do. But you know, I won't try hard. Gray Storm. <laughs> Gray Storm. Man, that's gonna be Guy Hero's like nemesis. Oh yeah, the most apathetic of all supervillains, <laughs> Gray Storm. He's like Gray Storm. I'm gonna take you out, and he's like, oh, whatever, do what you gotta do. Uh, I don't want to fight you, but I will, I guess. Maybe <laughs> my powers are not good enough to take him on. When he punches him, and 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 the great storm just sits there and is like, eh, what you do? <laughs> apathy. He's like, why is, won't you die? Apathy is our guy hero's kryptonite. And and the episode where guy hero gets killed, he and the gray storm go out to lunch, and, and guy hero's like, where do you want to go eat? And gray storm's like, I don't know, wherever you want to go. He's like, I don't, I'm asking you. He's like, uh, you know, I'm good with anything. <laughs> no, what, where do you want to go? He's like, uh, you know, I could, I could, uh, I could eat something. Like, but where, where do you want to go? <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I'm good with whatever. And then Guy Hero explodes. <laughs> but they swap bodies in a different dimension. Oh, that's right. They go Spider-Man. Yeah, you got to go Spider-Man. Go, so Guy Hero becomes the Gray Storm mm-hmm. for a little bit. Oh, wow, that's deep. That's really deep. That's like Graystormception. Stupid. <laughs> this is the traffic report, by the way. <laughs> it's an okay idea, I guess. It's okay. Did I just say it's an okay Ikea? <laughs> yeah. It's an okay Ikea. <laughs> I really have the most average Ikea around. <laughs> it's an okay Ikea. I mean, they got, like, decent food. Like, I've had better at other Ikeas. I like how when you said Ikea, you said food first rather than (laughs) furniture. I went to Ikea and ate there, like, the other week and got ribs. What? Ribs at Ikea? They have a bunch of stuff. They have spaghetti. They have the meatballs. They have ribs. They have, like... Who eats at... Everyone keeps telling me, like, oh, yeah, I go to Ikea to eat. Who eats at Ikea? Buffalo wraps. I've gone to Ikea just to eat there. No way. Yeah. Is it really that good? It's pretty good. It's Ikea, though. I've got... Listen, I've gone to Ikea just to eat their food. That is insane. (laughs) That is insane. And then after you're done eating, I kind of just, like, take a stroll. I'm like, oh, look at all the stuff. That is insane. (laughs) And the guy working there is, like, this old Asian man. And, (laughs) yeah, you, like, he's like an... A mix between an Asian and something else. I don't know what it is. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> but he always gives me the ribs, and he's like, "If you don't want cornbread, you can take garlic bread." And I'm like, "Thank you, old Asian man, because I want garlic bread." <laughs> <laughs> you live an interesting life. <laughs> I get garlic bread instead Thank of cornbread. Take man. that cornbread. No one likes you. I do. I can't eat it anymore. <laughs> All right, now let's move on to the weather. How's that weather out there? Uh, today's weather. You should go to IKEA and get a turkey wrap then. Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, t- today's weather is gonna be for Disney World. Disney World. <laughs> Disney World. Okay. Uh, the Weather Channel hates fun, and so they're not loading the page for the Disney Channel. So now. We have to go to Narwana, India. <laughs> and eh, close enough. It's close enough. Close enough. Uh, in Narwana, it's 60 degrees Fahrenheit, 
91% humidity, calm. Uh, th the pressure is not even available. Well, oh, I learned something. Someone sent me a message because we were like, I don't get pressure. Pressure determines uh, when a lot of people get like lots of nosebleeds. If the pressure's high, their nose bleeds more. So that's like information for them. It's a very small subset of society, but they know. Isn't like what causes that though? I don't know. I guess because their brains are so big that the pressure causes them to bleed a little. Look, I don't know how science works. Okay, <laughs> okay. I assume it's because they're so smart and their brains are so big that their nose bleeds. I mean, it makes sense because it makes sense to me. The science pressure is probably so much that it just like overexpands throughout their head. And I've been told I'm an idiot, and my nose has, has never bled, so it, it seems right to me. I loaded Walt Disney World tweets, because that's all anyone cares about. So, we went to India, <laughs> then went back to Disney World, okay. Well, I kept reloading the page, and it finally loaded. It's also 65 degrees there in Florida. It's very, it's very close. It is. It's like wow, India. Wow, India and Florida are just about the same thing. <laughs> We've learned something today. And... Except, except in India... There are a lot more doctors and scientists. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Uh, some great tweets coming in from Disney World. Uh, Say10666 says, Snowmobile gang doing shots. That's safe. Ice fishing trip 2013. Hashtag. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Okay. This guy's name is what? Say10666. Okay, so the devil is apparently tweeting from Disneyland yes. World, and he's on uh, an ice fishing trip. And he's on an ice fishing trip. <laughs> and he says the snowmobile gang is it, doing shots. That's at, safe. Dis at Disney World. At Disney World. <laughs> Disney World. This guy is high as a kite. <laughs> and uh, Hollister Python says, it's going to be cloudy tomorrow. That's music to my ears. Hashtag love, hashtag retweet, hashtag team follow back. Who gave <laughs> a, a Python a Twitter account? Damn it. He's just like, follow One of those back. damn snakes. Follow back. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Snake Hunter's out there looking for him. Oh. Snake Hunter is on the mission. I would be amazing if, if he got a reply from, like, at Snake Hunter, like, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Somebody's going to create that account now. I want that so badly. <laughs> and then probably the best tweet, uh, Fly High Sean is tweeting, Wow, it a snow everywhere and girls walking around in short skirts. Is this Florida? Really? <laughs> this is Florida. Are you sure this isn't India? That sounds like an <laughs> India tweet. Wow, it is snow everywhere. Girls walk around in short skirts. It's the new India hit. Uh, walking <laughs> snowy, around in short skirts. Snowy snow snow. It's <laughs> snow snow uh, snow snow. All right, guys, that's it. Thank you for listening. And we will be back tomorrow with another uh, yeah. exciting show. So until then... To be continued. Uh -huh.